Welcome to our podcast series, Talking with Traders, hosted by expert trader Garth McKenzie in London, from where he's interviewing various guests on the topic of trading. Welcome back to another season of Talking with Traders with me, Garth McKenzie. This is the sixth season of the podcast, and we're into our third year since the podcast began in 2020. Once again, IG have come on board as sponsor and agreed to fund this podcast for another season. We really are privileged to have such a global leader in CFD's trading as our podcast sponsor. Over the coming weeks, I'll be interviewing various guests from around the globe to bring you their market insights. I'll be digging in to find out what makes them tick, how they see the markets in the year ahead, and what techniques they will use to succeed in the markets. Some of the guests will be returning guests from previous seasons, and some will be new guests that I've managed to convince to join me to give up their time and share their insights. As we enter 2023, there's as much uncertainty as ever around where the markets may be headed in the next 12 months. We've just come off a horrid year for investors in 2022, where a typical 60-40 portfolio delivered its worst annual return in several decades. But what of 2023? Will the US lead the world into a global recession, or will the central banks manage to achieve a soft landing for the global economy? Will inflation come under control as base effects kick in and supply bottlenecks open up? Will US earnings hold up in the face of a weak economy, or will they disappoint? Will we see continued weakness in the US dollar? I'll be asking these and many other questions to my guests in the coming weeks. The idea behind these podcasts is for you to get a variety of views from a broad spectrum of market professionals. None of this is intended to be seen as financial advice, but it is intended to get you thinking and to weigh up what possible paths the market may follow in the year ahead. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app. That way you'll be notified of upcoming episodes as they get released. Once again, thanks to IG for sponsoring this podcast for a third consecutive year. Thanks for joining me, and please enjoy Season 6 of Talking With Traders. Welcome back to another episode of the Talking With Traders podcast. Uh, you also can watch this on YouTube, so you can see us speaking if, you, if you're so inclined, or you can watch it on any of your podcast channels. This week's guest is a previous guest. He spoke to us on this podcast a year ago. His name is Alan Edward, but you would know him more commonly by the name of... Uh, the Divergent Trader, and he's very, very busy on Twitter. Some brilliant tweets. That's how I got hold of you the last time, Alan. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me on again, Garth. It's a pleasure to be here, as always. Yeah, I thanks. Our conversations. Well, I, I, I was saying to you before we started the recording that I, I listened to our previous podcast before I was preparing for this one. And it really just struck me how how easy that conversation was the last time and how every word that you had to say was just like gold. So I, I'm very pleased to have you back on the podcast again and uh, to, to have you here to quiz you on something a little different this time. Um You've you've since the last time we spoke, you've started sending out quite regular emails, which are very much I don't know we want to call them like self help type emails. I guess we could sum it up. Uh, I always read them religiously, and you sent an email out two or three weeks back now, uh, and it was all around becoming aware of your thinking loop. And I read this and I thought, wow, this is brilliant, and and, and this is going to make such an interesting 
content for a podcast. So basically what we're going to talk about today is I'm going to, I've picked out a couple of the aspects of that email and I'm going to quiz you on them. And like I said, before we started recording, you know, usually I actually have to work quite hard to prepare these podcasts and think up clever questions. But in this case, you kind of did all the work for me in that email. So it's really just uh me talking to you about it. So that, that's what we're going to discuss today. But before we get to that, I just want to quickly talk to you about your the year since we last spoke. Uh, you know, you've gone over a hundred thousand Twitter followers since then. So that's that's yeah. a big milestone. Congratulations yeah. on that. How's the rest of the year been since then? Because it's obviously been a tricky market. I mean, a lot of volatility. It's it's a different environment to what we were in when we spoke the previous time. Yeah, uh, last year it was a pretty good year. Uh, towards the end of the year, I found December was a, a struggling year, a struggling month for me. But just managed race, got through it, end of the year profitable, which is always a blessing. So I'm thankful for that. And uh, yeah, just uh, just doing the same old, you know, managing race, following the plan. Yeah. Um, going into the new year again, doing the same things over and over, just repeating the same boring process. Yeah. You know. And yeah, just doing doing that really. And I guess that's the key, right? The word boring. Um, often good trading is boring. And it's it like is. you say, it's repetition. It is. I always say there's two ways to do it. You, you just repeat the same boring process day in, day out. And you let everyone else drown in the chaotic need for excitement. You know, because everyone's treating trading like a, like a casino. But instead of being the gambler, you want to be the casino. You want to have a statistical edge with a positive yeah. expectancy that you just right. play over the long run. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. That's, well, that's the key. Yeah, that's the key, and it obviously works for you. Yeah. All right. Um, we, we mentioned that this theme is going to be around becoming aware of your thinking loop. So um, let's start with a couple of the questions. I mean, first of all, you mentioned in that email how a lot of traders get sucked into the, the pattern of repeating the same mistakes over and over again and continuing to get the same bad results over and over again. Um, I've seen this with a lot of the retail clients that I deal with, and I'll admit I've been a victim of that myself at times. Where you know you end up making the same mistakes, you know what your rules are, but for whatever reason, you start to deviate or you do something silly and you know break the rules, and then you get the negative results that come from that. Um, and you mentioned that that's kind of when you're going on to autopilot, and you're not thinking about mm-hmm. what you're doing. You know, how how would you typically suggest that someone breaks out of that pattern? Yeah, well, um, there's a few things with this. So if you're on that autopilot, it's because you're not aware, obviously, what the problem is, but a lot of it is down to your subconscious beliefs. You know, yeah. they're, 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 that's what's running on autopilot. So if you have, like, limiting beliefs to money, for example, when you come into trading, these are what are going to like, affect your trading negatively. You're going to re- naturally reject money because, you know, you have these deep-rooted beliefs. So you need to create awareness of the problem. And the, first, the very first thing you can do is, um, you know, just – List down everything you think. So you ha- you know what your problem is. List down everything you're thinking, you're saying, you're doing, and uh, create absolute awareness of it. And you need to memorize, you know, so you can learn to unmemorize them. So once you you have all these down, what you can do, the conscious way of doing it firstly is whenever these negative things happen in real time, you can you can stop the uh, the for- the 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 pattern. You know, you can stop it in its tracks. So. Let's say you have a thought, you just you can stop and say change or, or stop, whatever, and just let your voice be the loudest voice. And, we, and what you're doing here is you, you're weakening them neural connections that are on autopilot, you know what I mean? And then you can start to install new ones. So, yeah, the first thing I recommend doing is create the awareness of the problem and then 
write down everything that's associated with that problem and then learn to stop it in real time, learn to become aware of it and then, you know, just say out loud, stop, change and then replace it with the, the habit that you do want to, to install. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I mean, as an example, if someone is in the habit of, I don't know, trying to pick bottoms, which is it's a common flaw of a lot of traders, amateur traders, trying to pick yeah. bottoms, constantly getting it wrong, constantly getting stopped yeah. out. Then you go back and you try again and you get stopped out and, you know, constantly trying to find the bottom. And what do you do? You say to yourself in that case, consciously say, yeah, stop it. This is not part of the rules of how we trade. Yeah. It's not in the Obviously. system. Don't do it. Obviously, the first thing is, is it part of your plan? You know, you need yeah. a plan to reference. Sure. So if it's going against your plan, then obviously, yeah, this is where you need to um, have that thought, pro have that that list down and uh, be aware of when, when you're having that self-talk, you know, when you're having their impulsive thoughts and triggers, just stop, you know, instantly. And then have a have a rule. So you know you, you know your trigger, you have your, your, your pause, and then you can have an action. You could literally walk out the room. So once you notice it, you want to stop the, uh, the the trigger in its tracks so you can just literally walk away, go for a walk, you know what I mean? Change the environment. I think that really, really helps whenever you're in, in that uh, that bad frequency. Just get yourself out of it. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind, I suppose you could say. Yes, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then and another thing you mentioned is is fear of failure, but also fear of success. And I found this quite interesting. And you mentioned, you know, limiting beliefs, which obviously are unhelpful in trading. Um, yeah. And you talked about the fact that you have an emotional trade tracker, which you can follow. And you actually had a link to this in your email. Uh, I mean, maybe on the podcast, you can list to tell the, the viewers or the listeners how they can access that. Because I think it's one of your free resources, if I'm not wrong, or I don't know, is it? No, it's not uh, free. a paid one. A paid uh, one. You okay. The, you get it with the ebook the e for free. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can get that on my website, The Divergent Trade. It's under the, the journal section. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but but um, you know, so you mentioned the, the emotional trade tracker, um, and that you can put information in there. Can you maybe just tell us a little bit more about that? Because that sounds like a very useful thing that a lot of traders should be doing, whether they do it yeah. through your your setup or or some sort of a you know paper based journal or whatever. But I think tracking your emotions is important. I know it's something that I try to do in my own trading, and it's amazing how your emotional makeup. On any given day can affect the way you trade uh, it's just it's weird how positive mindset versus a negative mindset can manifest itself in the way that you trade no you know i agree so yeah with the emotional tracker i, I designed it to be really easy so like um pre-installed metrics or you, there's not too much messing around but yeah it's it's um it's all about creating awareness and finding patterns with the emotional tracker but it's also a system to um, create corrective actions and it's like a feedback loop so you have you before during and after and you track what emotions you're feeling um what type of emotion even body signals and then what you can do after a while as well you can create you can find common themes so you can use the filter icon to find you know positive and negative things so you might for example you might feel nervous or anxious before a trade but once you've tracked this long enough you can might might realize that actually when you're anxious you you're um the, the profit, the, the the good trades, they work, you know. So you can mm. find these things, and it's um, going a bit onto interceptive awareness. You can realize what body signals mean, you know, after you've tracked it for a while. So it's good for that, you know, but it also just to create the awareness of the emotion. And what I do with the emotional track is as soon as I've entered a trade, I, I go straight to filling in the emotional track. And what this does 
it stops you focusing on the trade and goes straight to focusing on yourself and what you're thinking and feeling. Right. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, at the end of the day, when you've done it, you can review what you went through and, you know, your thoughts and feelings. And then there's a corrective action stage where you can set the goals from, from the review going into the next day. So it's like a positive feedback loop. So mm. it's been really, really important. It, it, an important part of my trade in any way. Mm, it's interesting. Helps. So it's, it's it's like a way of like monitoring your vital signs, but your yeah, yeah. your emotional vital signs. Interesting. Yeah. And you talk about uh, fear of failure. We I think you know we know what that is. But you also talked about fear of success, which I thought is an interesting concept because that's something that a lot of people probably don't really give a, a second thought to. Uh, but it is something that matters. So I mean, what, what can you say about that? First of all, why would someone have fear of success? And and and, and how's it manifested in <laughs> in negative trading results, I guess? Yeah. Well, any anything like this, the fear of success, fear of failure, fear, fear of mistakes, whatever, it all comes from your subconscious mind going back to that. So, your subcon- so I call it a subconscious self-image. So this is uh, based off all your past experiences, whether it be good, bad, the successes, failures, humiliations. It's all created um, an, an identity, a self-image of yourself. So, for example, if you were younger and you were, you know, told that failing was bad, you know, if, like from, from school, for example, you're told mm. that making mistakes is bad. So it's created part of your self-image. So when you go into later life, these things are in direct uh, conflict with it. So in trading, you might be fear, fear success. You know, this limiting belief. So what you need to do is go back and understand why you have it. And then there's methods to help you reinstall a new self-image. And Mm -hmm. what I suggest to do, one of my favorite methods is using visualizations. And the reason for that is, is the subconscious mind can't tell the difference between a real imagined, uh, sorry, an imagined scenario that's Mm -hmm. vivid and, uh, and a real one. So if you, it's all about repetition. So if you do the same things day in, day out, imagining that scenario, and the key is using your senses, you know, sight, uh, touch, hearing, but more importantly, feeling. You know, if you can feel the emotions of already achieving what it is that you wanted and you keep repeating that day in, day out, you start to reinstall a new self-image. So that's that's one method that I use with my students that really helps you uh, reprogram, you know, and install the, the right empowering beliefs. That's interesting. But like you said a moment ago, I mean, some of these beliefs go back to childhood. So yeah. they can be very deeply ingrained in us. Yeah. How, yeah, how easy is it to, to, to override these beliefs? Well, it's not, it depends on the person how, how deep these beliefs are. So, you know, some people can get it within a week, some months, some can take years, you know. Yeah. yeah. But the main thing is just repetition. And you have to have an open mind because a lot of these things, you don't you might not believe it works but you have to you have to repeat it kind of like trading you know with the probabilities you might not think the system works but you need to give it time yeah you know? and that's the same with building a new empowering mindset i guess it's the other interesting point about repetition i mean i suppose it's like it's like going to the gym i guess you know exactly, you want to yeah, want to build a muscle you got to yeah. exercise it repeatedly and i suppose exactly. in, in in that sense our uh, our subconscious is is like that yeah all right uh Another one of the points that you made in that in that email the other day is that that a lot of amateur traders might watch every tick on the screen and watch the chart. And I know I've seen people do this, and I've fallen into this trap exactly the yeah. same myself over time. Um, 
where you, you know, you'll sit there and you watch every tick up, down, up, down, hoping the next one's <laughs> going to go in your, in your direction. Yeah. And then you watch the chart and you re, you know, you look at the chart again and you zoom into a lower time frame and then you zoom out and look at a higher time frame and zoom in again. And, you know, yeah. and you get so fixated on this thing. I mean, I, I had a name for it called Ticketitis. Right, <laughs> it's just where you, you you're watching the ticker constantly, uh, yeah. but 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 for what? Like you know, as if watching yeah. the ticker or watching the chart is magically going to make this instrument do what you want it to do. Uh, yeah. And I know it can be all consuming. You can you know end up not seeing the wood for the trees if you get into that sort of uh, loop. How much distance is good? And I mean, I know it probably varies from one trader to the next, depending on the time frames that you trade. But I've often thought to myself, quite honestly, I would probably be a better trader if I wasn't in front of the screen as often as I am. I might actually be better off, you know, checking in three or four times a day based on the style of trader that I am, which I know I think is different to to you because you're sort of more an intraday trader, as I remember. But I mean, what's the right amount of distance? And And are you also of that belief that, keeping a greater distance from the market sometimes actually can be better. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think like everyone's got only so much focus and energy before it drains. And the longer you're staring at your screen, the more that, that energy meter is going down and down. And then once it's depleted, you're more susceptible to that emotional trading, taking yeah. low suboptimal trades. So yeah, a lot of it comes down to your routine. You need to create a routine that's optimal that gets you in a, a calm focused state. But look, one that, keeps the focus there so really thinking about how what days you trade what hours you trade um is important to keep that focus and um yeah really dialing, dialing down your routine little things you can add like taking regular breaks you know even if it's just five minutes uh, that really really helps um even like implementing some uh, assessments where you just take five minutes out just see how you're feeling maybe do some breathing exercises it's all personal, but yeah, finding things like I went before about changing your environment, you know, finding little tricks just to recenter yourself is important. Mm -hmm. I think building the right routine around it is what's going to give you um, that, that focus, like, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Interesting. And self-talk you, you, you mentioned as well, something about monitoring your self-talk. Uh, and I think this is, I know we can often get, caught in the trap of negative self-talk negative self-talk if we you know if we're having a tough time you know saying things like oh yeah i knew this would happen to me or oh this always happens to me or yeah you're, you're an idiot why did you do this um that kind of negative self-talk obviously is not good um you know to that extent I mean, we've got to keep a positive mindset to be positive traders do you kind of give yourself a pep talk each morning, try and say, you know, get up and feel like I, I am a successful trader. Uh, yeah. Is that part of your routine? Yeah, I do. The first hour of my routine is the most important. If I don't do it, I don't trade. That's how important yeah. it is. So yeah, wow. I, I start the day off, I meditate, I visualize, um, and I, I go into, you know, positive affirmations. Uh, I have like a dominant trading theme as well. If there's something that I'm working on, I'll make sure to, you know, do this positive self-talk around that as well but yeah the, with the self-talk it's very important it's then going back to repetition just getting to the habit of stopping yourself being aware of it you know stop it in the moment and replacing it and then with time it becomes automatic you'll naturally just just re, re, do that switch right now i'm thinking this way no bang bang but when you are in that negative state that's all you're going to attract so you need to 
always work on trying to keep in that right frequency. So if you're not in that frequency, don't trade, you know, that, that's what I do anyway. Yeah. I guess it's, it's, it's like uh, throwing a, throwing a ball against the wall and having it come back at you. Right. It's like what you put out is what comes back yeah, to you. Yeah. So, yeah. so what, yeah. What you think is what you become. Isn't it? it is. It is interesting. Yeah. And I mean, I guess to that point, identity is really important and your own self-identity. And I think there's a lot to be said for, you know, if you want to be a disciplined trader or act like a disciplined trader, do things that a disciplined trader would do and and kind of remind yourself each day, get up and say, I am a disciplined trader and this is how a disciplined trader behaves. You know, wear wear the, the title, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you need to. I think I think there's two ways of being successful in trading. The first is you just hit rock bottom and you have that moment of metacognition where you just change everything. You observe everything you've been doing and you think, oh, I can't do this. And the second way, I believe, is to become the person first. You need to create that belief. Once you have the belief, then you do it, then you think like it. So creating the belief is important. Like you say, doing like affirmations, things like that. But yeah, visualizations. Going back to that, that's what what can help you, um, you know, create that belief. You know, visualize yourself um, trading the way you want to trade, and you know, um, not reacting to losers and winners in the way you want. You know, re- build that that image in your mind over and over, and really feel like you've accomplished it, and then then you will be that person. So, yeah, that, that's that's what I think. You can either become it, or you can go, hit rock bottom, really. <laughs> yeah, it's, one well, it's one of those things uh, yeah sometimes you do have to hit, hit rock bottom to kind of get, find your it's, your way it's out a common I, theme. Yeah, I mean i see so many trade like you hear like market winners they lost fortunes didn't they and yeah. then they finally yeah did it right so i think that that's a, a common theme you know if you stay in the game long enough it, eventually you get there yeah uh, it, it it is and it's i've often thought it's a bit like a it's a bit of a rite of passage almost to a lot of traders do you, do go through that that rock bottom stage and then eventually kind of figure out yeah. the the necessary things to do and build your way out and dig your way yeah. out of the hole. Well, the aim is to not get to there. Hopefully, you can help. Well, my my uh, goal is to hopefully help traders not get to that point. Hopefully, you know, prevent them from having to do all that stuff like like you might have done as well. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, I sure did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of keeping positive and and having a positive outlook and a positive mindset and 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 outlook on life and having that impact your trading in a positive way, uh, you've also got to do things beyond outside of trading, right? That things that you enjoy. Can you yes. talk to me a little bit about that? I mean, you know, obviously trading can be all-consuming and it can it can be a lot of time in front of a screen if that's your style of trading, but you've got to get out there and do other things. So what, what do you do as an example to unwind and to, to try and have a lead a balanced life, I suppose? Yeah, I just want to uh, go on that point. So, yeah, a lot of people, they get obsessed with trading and they create um, their identities as, as a trader. So like, a lot of people with jobs, they, they say, I am a doctor, I am an accountant, whatever. And if they have a bad day, they go home with that because they see it as part of their identity. So it's very important to separate yourself from trading, you know, including having other hobbies, things like that, because that's just a tool that you make money with. It's not anything, it's no reflection of you. So yeah, separating yourself from that is very important. And like you say, if you have other hobbies, things to unwind, you know, separate yourself from it. So for me, um, I like to exercise, I like poker, um, 
spending time with family, you know, these things are more important to me. So that's how I unwind. Mm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. You said poker. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, poker. It's, it's fascinating. So, funnily enough, I mean, yeah, poker. I, I do. I've got a poker group with a bunch of friends. We play online oh, yeah. poker. Yeah, and we, oh, we, yeah. we're actually gathered. We're dotted all around the world. We're we're all South Africans who oh, obviously yeah. met there, but we've all subsequently moved all over the place. I'm now in, near London, and some of my friends are still in South Africa, and some are in Scotland and elsewhere. Okay. Uh, uh, but we still, you know, once a week we get together and play online poker, and it's actually a superb yeah. way to to reconnect with everybody and not lose touch with friends all around the world. Yeah. So it's been a blessing from that point of view. But yeah, you asked yeah. what else, what else do I do? I mean, I also like exercise. Um, yeah. I, I try and get to the gym a few times a week. I'd like to do it even more, quite honestly. Um, walking, listening to podcasts while I walk, jogging uh, and gardening. Hey, it's it's almost, uh, it's almost spring here in the UK. Uh, I'm really willing it on because it's been a very wet <laughs> March here in uh, in England. Uh, really willing the spring on so that we can get stuck into the garden because I find that very rewarding. Yeah, so there's things yeah. outside of trading that you've got to do um, to, to try and take your mind off it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Um, Alan, where, where can listeners follow your work and get in touch with you? Uh, because obviously you've you've grown your audience at a lot since we last spoke, which is brilliant to see. And I want to help you do that even more. <laughs> so you know, listeners, listeners to this podcast, how can they follow your work? How can they get in touch? How can they read your books, do your courses, all of that? Tell us. Yeah, uh, certainly. So um, I'm on um, the divergent trader.com. That's my website. Uh, all the courses books are on there. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, it's trader divergent. Um, and yeah, that's basically. And that's mainly on them. on Twitter, yeah. At Trader Divergent. Uh, yeah, Twitter, um, Instagram. Okay. Uh, LinkedIn. What else am I on? Uh, I'm on Tumblr as well. <laughs> I'm, okay. on, I'm on them all. Okay. All right. That's good. That's good. I, I have to ask before we end. You you tweet out such a lot of very good content, really thoughtful stuff. I mean. Yeah. Do you have a, some sort of a automated system that sends these tweets out during the day while you're busy trading? Because oh, yeah. every time I, I log on to Twitter or I go onto <laughs> my phone, you know, obviously the Twitter algorithm uh-huh. learns, it learns what you like. And, and obviously because I'm always hitting the little heart button on your tweets uh, because I like the stuff that you tweet out. Um, the tw- Twitter algorithms learned that and it pushes your tweets to the top of my feed. But I mean, this is, you know, deep thinking stuff that you're putting out there. And I'm kind of thinking, uh, how do you manage that as well as trading full-time and doing all the other things that you do? So is it is it automated? Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's all automated. I, I post at certain times and things like that. And, like, when I'm – I just write every day, you know, write my thoughts and, you know, just from experiences working with students, you know, things like that. And I just write every day. Um, so, yeah, just, and when, when, I, when I come up with something, I just put it in my uh, my queue. Brilliant. All right. Fantastic. Alan, well, it's, it's been a great pleasure talking to you again and catching up after, after a year. I really do appreciate you coming onto the podcast. Uh, it's great value for our listeners. So thank you. And, and then, yeah, all the best for the year ahead. And it'd be great mm-hmm. to catch up again at a later stage, maybe another year from now. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. I, I, I very much look forward to that. All right. You take care, Alan. And you, Garth. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Talking With Traders, brought to you by IG, a world-leading CFD provider. 
We really are privileged to have such a leader in the field of online trading involved in this series. Please follow us on Facebook and engage with us there. And a reminder to make sure you subscribe to this series by clicking on the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we'd also appreciate if you'd leave a review on the app too. Till next time.